Welcome back to the All-Star Sports Podcast. Today I will be talking about my MLB season feelings, wildcard spots, and of course, my award winners for this MLB year. As we enter the last few weeks of the MLB regular season, we have seen some fantastic plays, homers, and comeback victories. This year is very youth-driven. Many very young players are making their mark, some more than others. Second-year outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. has easily put together one of the best sophomore seasons with over 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. The first at his age since Mike Trout. Both are M- MVP candidates. But there's another promising young player in the NL East division. Pete Alonso has easily had the best season by a Mets rookie in years. The Polar Bear is easily going to be a top five first baseman offensively for years to come. He's my pick for rookie of the year. These are two young fielders that have impressed me. But I want to also t- mention the pitching. Mike Soroka of the Braves and Chris Paddock of the Padres are going to be the aces of their staffs in the coming years, and I could see Soroka winning a Cy Young as early as next year. Now onto the two teams that I that have impressed me the most over the over this MLB season. The New York Yankees and the New York Mets. The Yanks have remained a top team in the league, while most of their star players have ridden the IR. The injury bug has swept right through New York, and the Yankees have not flinched. Gio Urshela has stepped right in at third base for Miguel Andahar, and DJ LeMahieu has been solid while Gregorius was out, and Torres had to play shortstop. The outfield has been battered all year, and Mabin, Talkman, and Gardner have all stepped up. Luckily, now Judge has returned, and Hicks, however, has been uh, back and forth. Luis Severino, the prospective ace of the future and ace of last year, hasn't graced the field in his place, though. Domingo Herman has been fantastic. I believe Herman will win 20 games, and behind him is the talented veterans Masahiro Tanaka and James Paxton. This team is going to be a dangerous come playoffs. Another team that has really surprised me, uh, aside from New York, is the Mets of New York have been unreal. A core of young players mixed with very seasoned veterans has been a recipe for success. Obviously, the Mets have a great pitching staff. Their bullpen is questionable, but Edwin Diaz, Yoris Familia, Seth Lugo, and Brad Brock, to me, is a great bullpen and one built for playoff success, or at least a run for the wild card. Their starting rotation is very, very solid. Zach Wheeler, Marcus Stroman, Noah Syndergaard, and Jacob deGrom. Uh, Their field... Another great aspect to this team. Catcher Wilson Ramos, phenomenal. I think he's a top 10 catcher, no doubt. Uh, Their infield has been great. Obviously, the Polar Bears manning first base with Todd Frazier over third base. That is a lot of power in this infield. Uh, Up the middle, Achmed Rosario and Joe Panic. That's a very solid duo. Achmed Rosario is still a very young player. Uh, And Joe Panic is a very proven veteran. Uh, Right now, replacing the injured Robinson Cano. Uh, and then if you throw in J.D. Davis as well, he can fit anywhere around that infield. He's a great utility player. He plays in the outfield. Uh, just phenomenal. Uh, their outfield consisting of Jeff McNeil and Conforto. Uh, that's a great pair. McNeil has had a phenomenal season, uh, including Brandon Nimmo, who's also hurt. That is a top outfield in the MLB. Uh, it's not very flashy. Those are not big names. Uh but they get the job done, and they do their job very well. Uh, J.D. Davis has been playing a lot of left field for them, which is very understandable. Um, pending Brandon Nimmo's return, which I doubt is happening anytime soon, 60-day IL. Uh, 
I think JD Davis fits very well into that system and he's gonna have success. Um, and when Nimmo comes back, it's gonna be even more dangerous. Um, so the next segment I would like to talk about is my reward predictions. So for this year's reward predictions, I have a pretty basic lineup. Uh, nothing's really changed. I've only picked one or two players outside of the general consensus that I feel have more of an advantage over the current first place uh, projected winners. So the AL Cy Young, I have Justin Verlander uh, with a close runner-up of Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole has been striking out batters at a phenomenal rate this year, but it's Justin Verlander. He's always been a superb talent. He's still getting it at this older age. Uh, he's easily got AL Cy Young on lock. AL MVP, Mike Trout. Without a doubt, best player in baseball. He wasn't really in the home run race at first. He was seven, eight home runs behind Yelich. Something crazy. And then all of a sudden, he's up MLB, MLB leading. Just, he knows how to get it done. Great power hitter. He's in it for the long haul with the Angels. And he's without a doubt the number one player. Uh, AL MVP. AL Manager of the Year. Now, initially I had Terry Francona. He was my pick. But that kind of fell that fell apart when the Indians started losing games. And the Twins just started to rake. The Twins are going to have... They're going to break the Yankees' record for home runs in a season by a team. So, therefore, Aaron Boone is actually going to be my manager of the year. Last year, I felt like Aaron Boone should have won it. But, obviously, uh, the Red Sox winning a championship kind of stalled that. Aaron Boone this year, without a doubt, AL manager of the year. Only in his second year. My AL rookie of the year. Jordan Alvarez. He by far has had the best season of any AL rookie. I know people like Vlad Guerrero, Bo Bichette, even though Bo Bichette hasn't really played that much. Jordan Alvarez, from the get-go, was, I'm going to give you a home run every night or every other night. Great power hitter. He's there making an impact from day one as a young kid. AL rookie of the year, Jordan Alvarez. Starting over in the NL. My Cy Young is going to be Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer, phenomenal strikeout artist. He isn't projected to win, but I have enough faith in Max Scherzer. He's winning this over Hinge and Rue. Uh, yes, Rue's had a low ERA, but Max Scherzer, I feel, is more consistent with making an impact on the game. The Dodgers, Rue is kind of overshadowed by the great hitters they have on that team, like Bellinger, uh, who is an MVP candidate, without a doubt. Scherzer, he brings the most to his team, and therefore I have him winning the NL Cy Young. My NL MVP, back-to-back, Christian Yelich, without a doubt. I like Cody Bellinger. I love what he's doing over there, but the Dodgers all around are a great organization. They have a lot of great players. Yelich, he leads that team he is the one making the most impact out of those two therefore I have Christian Yelich uh, even though 
Bellinger plays on a more of a winning team, he's not the better player. I'm just going to leave that out there. My manager of the year, Dave Roberts of the Dodgers, that's... You can't have the best team in baseball over four years and not win it. Especially when this year you are leading the league in just about every category, uh, including wins by a good margin. The only team that's close is the Yankees. When you have that much of an advantage over everybody else and you've consistently put on a great team out on the field and you've managed that organization very well, you have to win Manager of the Year. And our Rookie of the Year, like I mentioned earlier, the Polar Bear, Pete Alonso of the Mets. He slugged 42 home runs to this point. He's still got a month of baseball left. I see him getting less playing time as September call-ups come up. But at the same time, he's still that... He's locked in at first base. There's nobody replacing Pete Alonso. He's going to get his at-bats. He's going to get his playing time in the field. He's going to make impact. And as a rookie, his impact is already phenomenal. The Mets were not that great of a team to start off this year. He started to warm up even more. That team started to get behind him. That pitching rotation got even better. And they even added Marcus Stroman. This is a great team that has been turned around by Pete Alonso. Therefore, he's my NL Rookie of the Year. So I, I also... Big thing to me is the Comeback Player of the Year. And this year, I think hands down, there's only one Comeback Player of the Year that I can even think of. And that is Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley, earlier in his years with Cleveland was a great outfielder. He looked like he was the next big thing in the outfield. That all kind of changed. He started to get hurt more. Cleveland started uh, to not believe in him so much. He's been hurt a lot over the last few years. Hasn't really played. And then he hits free agency. Cleveland's like, you know what? I'm done. We need to open up more spots for younger players. He signs with another great team in baseball, the Houston Astros. Houston Astros, they've had a lot of great talent in that outfield. But they welcomed Michael Brantley in and gave him the opportunity. And with that opportunity, he took it, he worked hard, and now he's here. One of the best hitters in baseball this year. Great average, he's driving in a lot of runs, he's playing well in the field. You couldn't ask for much more from a guy who's been so beat down. I love what Michael Brantley has done with this opportunity and therefore he's my comeback player of the year. Now onto my playoff predictions. In the NL, I have the division winners uh, for the NL West being the Dodgers. Nobody's catching up to them in that division. That goes for the Braves as well in the NL East. You can't catch the Braves at this point, I think. Washington is the next closest with 76 wins uh, at the time of recording this. They aren't catching up to the Braves like 82, 83 wins. It's not happening. The Braves are going to stay consistent. They're going to drive through the end of the season without issue. Braves lock up that divisional spot. And in the NL Central, I know the Cardinals and the Cubs were tied in wins. I don't believe in the Cardinals as much as I do in the Cubs, especially with Nicholas Castellanos. He moved over to the Cubs August 1st. He just hit his 10th home run with the Cubs. 
He's been playing off the walls. The rest of that team has been solid from day one of the season. They are going to take that division again. Uh, but the Cardinals, they're still going to be in the playoffs. I have them taking the second wild card spot behind Washington. I think Washington is still going to be a great roster. Philly's not catching either of those two teams. Therefore, Washington's going to take your number one wild card spot. I think that Washington will also move into the divisional playoffs against the Cubs. The That's pretty basic for the NL. There's not much changing there. No team is dipping out of the playoffs. Over in the AL, I have the Yankees obviously winning the AL East. The Red Sox, as much as people think that they can catch up, they're not catching up. The Astros winning the AL West. The next closest team is the A's. And the A's, they've got a tough trip coming up, especially against the Yankees. It's looking like the A's are going to drop a couple games in a row. And that hurts their playoff chances. The Twins, I have them winning the AL Central. It's the Twins versus Indians at this point. You got the Royals tanking. You've got the Tigers tanking. They're the worst team in the AL. Twins, they're going to get behind those power bats and they're going to make it into the playoffs as division winners. The first wild card is also going to be from that AL Central and it's going to be the Cleveland Indians. This team has been solid, without a doubt. They've been consistent. They're winning games and losing games, but they're still winning plenty. They've got a good core. Francisco Lindor has been playing phenomenally. There's no reason why this Indians team can't make it into the playoffs and can't at least walk out of that wild card round. Now, my second wild card spot, this is where things change a little. It's projected that the Athletics would be in the lead. For that wild card spot, I say no to that. I say that the Tampa Bay Rays, they're going to get behind all their youth. They're going to look up to Charlie Morton to carry them. I I never thought I would say that before, that Charlie Morton would be carrying a young team into the playoffs. But the Rays, they've got a good core of players. They have G-Man Choi, who I'm a big fan of. He's just phenomenal. Anyways, they know how to win games. They're not winning the division because the Yankees are there. If the Yankees are not in that division, or those injuries actually affect the Yankees, the Rays, without a doubt, are winning this division. Therefore, they're getting my second playoff spot. And my World Series champion... My championship already. I have it decided who's playing in the World Series. I don't even want to get into the pre- into the previous rounds. I just want to talk about my World Series matchup. And that is the New York Yankees. They're going to walk through Houston. They're going to walk through every other team they face. They will be going up against the Atlanta Braves. The Yankees, here's my thing with them. Great team, a lot of young talent. They've rallied behind these older veterans that have come out of the woodworks to win games for them. They have so much momentum right now that I don't see them losing in any 
best of whatever series, best of seven, best of five. They're not losing. The Braves, they're going to grind it out. They're going to get in the playoffs. They're going to be a gritty young team. They got Ozzie Albies, Ronald Acuna, and then they got Donaldson to lead that team as an older veteran. They have a good pitching staff headed by Mike Soroka. This team is going to give the Yankees the business. This is going to seven games. This is the only the only team the Yankees will find any trouble with is the Braves in the World Series. Mark my words. Yankees in seven. Uh, and that's pretty much it for this episode. I have a new news video coming up shortly. And another podcast later in the week where I discuss my NFL Week 1 predictions, where people are at after Week 1. Thank you.